0: Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us today for this pharmacy leadership podcast. Our discussion for this podcast series focuses on different leadership topics and themes. Today, we will explore and discuss the value of integrating a pharmacist into a multidisciplinary team. My name is Amanda Chambers, and I am a pga one pharmacy resident at Ochsner Medical Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, and a member of the New Practitioner Forum's Leadership Development Advisory Group. I will be your host for today's Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. Joining me is Alexander Raymond, the Director of Drug Diversion at Ochsner Health. Thank you for joining us today, Alex.
1: Thank you, Amanda, for having me.
0: All right, let's start off by getting some background information about you. Can you tell us a little bit about your career path as a pharmacist leading up to your position today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I started my career in leadership, I guess, as a a student pharmacist, holding various leadership positions within my, my school of pharmacy. From there, that led me to pursue a health system pharmacy administration and leadership residency which then led me to the career I am now as, the, uh, as a compliance director for Ashner Health, leading their drug diversion prevention response team program. Throughout my experience as a student resident, I knew the benefit of being part of and leading a multidisciplinary team, not only for the safety of patients, but also for the growth of yourself and the profession of pharmacy as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Can you tell us more about your current role as the director of drug diversion?
1: So, currently, I'm actually outside of the Department of Pharmacy, and I report up through Oshner's Department of Compliance. So, so already, you know, I'm I'm out of my my element being a pharmacist in a department full of business and and legal professionals. On my team specifically, I have two nurses that conduct nursing audits and two pharmacy technicians that review pharmacy transactions and audits. We cover 13 oshner owned and managed hospitals, along with the affiliated clinics associated with those hospitals as well. Uh, We assist leading each site's drug diversion response team, along with leading the system-wide drug diversion oversight committee. So there's a lot of, of touch points we have with different leaders across the health system. These committees, they meet on a monthly basis, and they contain leadership representation from everyone, from legal, risk, compliance, employee relations, HR, anesthesia leadership, nursing leadership, pharmacy leadership, of course. And then even sometimes there's ad hoc individuals from security leadership, IT leadership. They're, they're all integrated into this process, and it's really quite the multidisciplinary team.
0: Wow, thank you for that insight. That definitely gives us some perspective about your role. So as you've talked about your student leadership into your training and your residency and now your current position throughout those different roles, what experiences have you had working on a multidisciplinary team?
1: So it's, it's been quite the, the transition. You know, as a student pharmacist, I, I was lucky to go to a school that was also affiliated with a med school, a dental school and a PT school. So you get those interactions right off the bat in, in pharmacy school and, you know, really showing that you are the, the medication expert when it comes to a multidisciplinary team in that facet. Moving into to residency and rounding with a hospital team, you know, really as the pharmacist, you're responsible for the medications. What medications are they on coming in? Uh, what are they taking into that in the hospital? Are they dosed appropriately? And then will they be able to afford their medications upon discharge? And, and what medications are gonna—are they going to leave the hospital bill with? Uh, you really have to be ready to, to speak up with your recommendation. And that multidisciplinary team I was serving on was really looking for those medication-specific answers from you and they're typically led by you know a physician or the attending who is on on rounds for that week as a pharmacist in compliance now leading a multidisciplinary team with drug diversion response the, the script is completely flipped Now I'm the individual leading the discussion and listening insight from the group, collecting responses, and really holding each member accountable for why they're there and and what role are they gonna play on this multidisciplinary team. I'm really more responsible for knowing the health system's policies and procedures, along with state federal rules and regulations, along with being the pharmacy medication supply chain expert. Uh, I also have to be in tune with each of the 13 sites medication use process as well. And what interest intricacies exist between each site? You know, do they have float nurses and how are these float nurses inter interact with medications? Is their pharmacy open 24 hours? So you, you really move from that, you know, just doing all right, is this on formulary? Is this not on formulary? Can a patient afford their medications and providing that input with the whole, you know, patient regimen that a patient will be receiving in a hospital setting to now it's more globally of how do we really care for our patients as a whole and leading that team?
0: Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, and I agree about, you know, my experience from residency so far. It's been an excellent opportunity to interact with different disciplines. But when you're the only pharmacist on the team, you are, in a sense, a leader in and of itself. People from different disciplines are coming to you with questions. And specifically, you know, it could be operational questions or clinical questions. And we have to be the point of reference. For answers. So yeah, I agree with you there.
1: It, exactly, Amanda. I think, you know, Sarah White put it perfectly in her leadership alchemy of the big L's and the little L's. You know, a, as pharmacists, we might not have that leadership title as, as such as a big L, but we're leaders in our own respect on the floor. So I'm really glad that you've experienced that through residency and you can really take that on further in your career.
0: Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. You shared that your team responds to 13 different affiliate hospitals. What, and I know you talked a little bit about the interactions, but can you share a little more about what those interactions look like?
1: Yeah, so each interaction is really unique in its own way, being spread out across two states. You know, Louisiana is a melting pot and there's many cultural differences between the East and the West and the North and even into Mississippi. So my team brings together a multi- multidisciplinary team composed of various healthcare professions and frontline workers that traditionally do not interact with each other most of the discussions we have are are really you know crucial conversations and hard discussions that either involve with you know policies and procedures being being broken or a risk we are trying to avoid really my purpose is to get everybody in the same room on the same page you know, have everyone introduce themselves to why they're here, what the department they're from, and really elicit insight from each of these different departments. It really takes on building a rapport with with all these individuals across the state and also the individuals that, that I like to bring in from a legal and employee relations and, a, you know, the, the individuals who, who write the policies and procedures standpoint.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see how rapport is a very important perspective um, to have in your position, for sure. So you are a pharmacist in a leadership role on a multidisciplinary team. What are your goals or what message do you want to send to other health professions that you think helps to better integrate pharmacy into these different leadership roles?
1: You know, pharmacists are are really given a a unique skill set. So throughout pharmacy school training, you you learn the, the clinical aspect of pharmacy. So this is how how drugs work. This is this is how they should be prescribed. This is how they should be handled. It's really not until you're out into practice where you really begin to put all those things together. For instance, you know, if you're if you're in pharmacy operations and supply chain, you're able to gain that. Experience of all right, we need to store controlled substances under a lock and key at all times. These medications need to be stored in, in a refrigerator. COVID is a great example where pharmacy operations really, you know, took an opportunity to to own vaccines and say we are going to invest in ultra cold refrigerators. We're going to store the vaccines and we're going to ensure that these medications are going out. You know that that is their you no know, bread and butter of what they're able to do. And I think it really put them on the forefront from the multidisciplinary team perspective of that, you know, they are a integral part of the supply chain in, in hospital systems. You know, honestly, if you're passionate clinical pharmacy, you're able to influence a multidisciplinary team through drug information and patient outcomes. You know how drugs should be dosed. You can use uh, EGFR to estimate, you know, the the clearance of a drug from from your patient, uh, having that information at the forefront, you know you're you're able to make those recommendations. And, and as I mentioned before, all those recommendations uh, help you gain with rapport with you know not only the multidisciplinary team you're working with, but also multiple teams in the future that you might be called to be a part of because you bring that unique skill set as a pharmacist.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Those are all really great points. So why is it important, or what value does a pharmacist provide to an administrative multidisciplinary team do you have any examples related to your current position
1: yeah absolutely i think reiterating what i've said before you you as the pharmacist you're the medication expert and you should have you know in two knowledge to the medication use process some examples related to my current position just off the the top of my head is you know don't be afraid to say that you don't know the answer to a question and you need to consult the regulations just same as you're rounding, you don't want to give information about a drug product where you don't really know its full outcome or effect on this patient. It's okay to, to take it back and consult regulations or even the package insert on what is to be expected of this medication. Uh, my role involves mitigating risks primarily surrounding the handling of controlled substances. You know, really knowing what medications are controlled and how to properly secure and dispose of them is crucial. And I'm, I'm not, you know, above going back and consulting the regulations to ensure that, yes, we are compliant in our policies and procedures. And yes, that this recommendation that I'm making to the group is sound in practice.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really um, interesting point that you bring up. And a skill in and of itself is, especially as I've learned over the past year in the transition from a rotating student before to a resident rotating through different rotations and now, you know, walking into a, a um, practitioner position, knowing that you, you feel the pressure to know things, <laughs> but it's okay to say, I don't know. And they know that you'll look it up and find a good, solid answer for them. So that, I think, is a a skill that you learn over time, but definitely crucial in any role to learn. From your personal experiences and knowledge, can you foresee any opportunities or leadership roles pharmacists could fulfill that they may not traditionally hold?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the practice of of pharmacy is evolving every day. And as drug therapies get more complicated in the inpatient and outpatient setting, there's definitely room for more pharmacist involvement in in committees throughout the the health system, whether it be high cost drug committees. I mean, obviously, you know, P&T, they play an integral part in that. But taking on the, these opportunities and leadership roles, you know, as a, as a new practitioner will only help you uh, in your future become more comfortable, not only rounding with multidisciplinary teams, but leading multidisciplinary teams as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And last question for you, what advice can you give to new practitioners and residents about integrating into working on or leading a multidisciplinary team?
1: Yeah, so in in your career, you know, you're going to have multiple opportunities pre- presented to you hopefully. I'd say don't be afraid to take risks and really step up and volunteer for a project or committee you may know nothing about, but you are passionate about the topic. For instance, opioid stewardship. You know, you may not know the first thing when it comes to running an opioid stewardship program, but you you like the, you know, Safety and effectiveness of prescribing and disposing and handling, you know, opioids. Raise your hand, volunteer for it. Once you're on that committee, then know your place and make sure your your voice is heard. Again, don't be afraid to to go back to the drawing board and and look up questions that you may not know the the answer to. Having that you know clear, concise communication and and follow up will be key to the multidisciplinary team in gaining rapport. And then um, also, when you're at that point where you're leading the multidisciplinary team, understanding each individual's unique skill set and why they may be beneficial to the overall goal will be key. Do you have the right players at the table for the decision you are trying to make? And not only this one decision, but going forward and making more decisions. Are all the right pieces there? And then also, at the end of the day, being the leader, don't don't be afraid to hold others accountable for what they what they can provide. You know, if you're inviting a legal representative or a human resources representative to a meeting, you know, hold them hold them accountable for their for their information. On you know, is this a sound decision that we're making as a clinical group? Does it also hold up in in the business world? So. You know, I think those are a, a couple of tidbits. I hope all this information you'll be able to take back and, and dissect and hopefully get out there and, and be a contributing member of a multidisciplinary team and eventually lead one.
0: Thank you. That's great advice. Appreciate it. Well, that is all the time we have for today. I want to thank Alex Raymond for joining us to discuss his reflections on pharmacy leadership on a multidisciplinary team. Join us here on Tuesdays where we'll talk with ASHP members about leadership topics within pharmacy practice. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.